Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. A resounding theme of better emerged at the Winter Fancy Food Show in Las Vegas last week, where more than 1,200 specialty food companies came together to showcase the latest innovations in cheese, condiments, baked goods, snacks, and more. There were call-outs for better nutrition, better quality ingredients, better versions of familiar flavors, and an overall better at-home cooking and eating experience, whether it be from products offering elevated convenience, global flavors, or exotic produce that promises to boost color and nutrient density on plates. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, we hear from entrepreneurs who showcase at the Fancy Food Show for the first time, as well as more seasoned businesses, about how their products go above and beyond the competition. These include better-for-you breakfast items, elevated butters, snacks that are crunchy, and snacks that melt in your mouth. We also explore how Pantone's color of the year, Peach Fuzz, is inspiring new products and unexpected flavor pairings, as well as the hottest new pepper that offers more than just heat. According to the Specialty Food Association's recently released Specialty Food Consumer Research, the frequency with which consumers eat specialty foods for breakfast has steadily increased since 2019 to about 36%. In addition, SFA's most recent State of the Specialty Food Industry 2023-2024 report found frozen breakfast foods were the fourth fastest-growing specialty food category between 2020 and 2022. At the Winter Fancy Food Show, several companies sampled better-for-you breakfast options, including multiple waffles, both as mixes and pre-made frozen options. Among them was Heavenly Waffles, created by Chef Bob Haney, who told Food Navigator USA the secret to making extra fluffy waffles at home does not require a culinary degree. Heavenly Waffles is a dry yogurt-based waffle mix, 140 calories and 10 grams of protein per waffle. They don't make you tired like every other pancake or waffle mix on the market, so you don't have that hypoglycemic reaction feel like you need to take a nap. Um, They energize you because of the amount of protein. But with the fact that we're replacing so much of the traditional flour with dry yogurt, they don't wear you down. So then then also, um, it doesn't spike people's sugar. So like if you're a diabetic, it's not going to spike your sugars. That that doesn't happen ever with any kind of pancake or waffle mix. So we mix them also with club soda and egg and oil. Or you can also mix it with bubbly or LaCroix or champagne or beer. So like I do a vanilla bean pale ale heavenly waffle with chicken and fennel sausage gravy. I do ice cream sandwiches with heavenly waffles. I'll make um, heavenly waffles. Instead of using two cups of mix, I'll use a cup and a half of mix and add um, cornmeal. So you can do a cornbread heavenly waffle. Um, And then do like chili and cheese on top. It's unlimited. Unlimited what you can do with our product. We're trying to elevate the category with a better tasting, more versatile, and better for you product. And a lot of times, better for you products 
aren't necessarily good tasting. Yeah, you get a lot of protein, but they don't taste good. And so, but with ours, our first and foremost, because I went to Le Cordon Bleu and I taught for five years, first and foremost, flavor and taste, texture, that's the most important thing. So it's kind of crispy on the outside, but like a souffle or French toast on the inside. So we're introducing our four new flavors, the cinnamon apple, the chocolate espresso, the banana, and the um, blueberry. We're introducing them here at the Fancy Food Show, but then they'll be available like in a month. Montana-based startup Unwaffle also showcased a high-protein, allergen-free vegan waffle line that includes both sweet and savory options. Co-founder and chef Eric Walnum shared some of the surprising ingredients that Unwaffle uses to create its high-protein, high-fiber waffles. So we're a Montana-based company. We're supporting Montana organic growers for our um, oats and lentils. So we're milling those into flowers, and then we're using hemp, flaxseed, chia seed, tapioca, flour, avocado oil, which is also premium, and then some flavors. We have cinnamon and vanilla, we have blueberry, we have cocoa chip, and this one down here is savory garden herb. So these ones we consider the sweet ones. They have one gram of sugar per waffle, and seven grams of protein per waffle, which is best in class, but also fiber and great supportive nutrition from all those whole food ingredients. The savory has zero sugar, more protein, uh, and they're a great home for an egg sandwich or a grilled cheese or an avocado toast or a tofu scramble, that direction. So we think we win with just about everybody, but the gluten-free is a nice surprise when people learn that these are gluten-free. Or we see the waffle category as really challenging to do. It's hard. Um, And it's currently dominated by a few big players. So there's a few companies that own the freezer case, and they all have compromises, whether that's ingredients, flavor, texture. They're not inclusive. Um, They don't do the things we do. So we've... We hope we can break into that category with a strong line of products that are inclusive and serve everybody. And we're definitely a premium offering. We like to say that we're quicker than cereal, more protein than eggs. And it's something that kids can heat for themselves. They can take it to school, which is an increasingly challenging place to bring foods that are prepared because of the food allergen. According to the most recent State of the Specialty Food Industry 2023-2024 report published by SFA, fruit was the third fastest-growing subcategory, with at least $500 million in sales in 2022, with sales up 24% over the previous year. Like many categories, however, inflation drove a noticeable wedge between sales and volume of specialty fruit and vegetables. This gap is more noticeable within Frozen, sales of which increased 10.8%, but which saw volumes drop 5.5% in 2022 from the year before. In the same period, shelf-stable fruit sales increased 16.3%, while volumes dipped 1%. According to Robert Schuler, Director of Public Relations at Melissa's Produce, which is one of the largest variety suppliers of specialty produce in the U.S., Consumers are looking for vibrantly colored fruit 
and roots that can enhance presentation both on the plate and in packaged foods. Things with color, plate presentation, kids like color. So we've seen a, a growth in、uh, you know, varietals like, unlike your typical uh, yellow uh, uh, pineapple, the、uh, pink pineapple. So that's you know, an easy example there. White pineapple is the other one that we have there as well. So plate presentation is big.、Um, exotic uh, and uh, ethnic. Uh, flavors, like there's, a, there's been this huge trend on, tum- on、um, well, a couple years ago it was turmeric. About five, six years ago,、uh, nutritionalists have, were talking about how turmeric is so good for you for inflammation and all these good health benefits and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you started putting turmeric in smoothies or you did turmeric in this and that. And you know what the whole funny thing is about this whole thing about turmeric being such a foreign root? You know? The mustard companies, they didn't want to put it in as an, it's an ingredient, but they marketed it as yellow number 40. If you have an old mustard container from, six year, from probably four years ago, There was yellow number 40. Yellow number 40 in American terms for ingredients is turmeric. So, when you go to your store right now, now it's been like this for at least two years. If the mustard companies haven't, they've all caught on really fast. Their ingredient is turmeric. They don't use yellow number 40. Doesn't yellow number 40 now sound like a chemical instead of an ingredient? So, you know, there's this big craze of putting mustard on, well, not everything, but mustard increased. When they change the ingredient from yellow number 40 to turmeric, because that's now we sell turmeric to everybody. Another fruit that Schuler sees gaining traction, thanks in part to its striking look, is the pink pineapple, which Melissa's began distributing for Del Monte in 2019, immediately before the pandemic hit. This pink pineapple has been the number one selling fruit, single fruit, online since then, because it's rare. But at that time, Believe it or not, the pink pineapples were $50 each to ship them.、Uh, over, the, over time, it's been over three and a half years now,、um, they're now accessible. We're now shipping them in major metropolitan areas across the country. You'll notice that it doesn't come with the top. Now, the top is not edible, obviously, but there is a reason why they do that. Well, at the time, there w a s only a few hundred plantings, but over the years, They've been able to pop off. The reason why they cut off the top before they ship it is they throw it back into the ground and it creates a whole new pineapple. And that's why pink pineapples don't come with green. A typical pink glow pineapple costs about、uh, $18 typically. But you get a very high end experience and it's rare. And it's pink on the inside, so it's always been very novel. So, like, you know, like if you go into TikTok or anything like that, it's like, you know, it was the, like the coolest thing back in 2019 when we first introduced it. And it got so much publicity over the last few years just because of its uniqueness. Like, it was like given as a gift, like you would bring wine to a, a function, a party, an event that you would visit, and people were giving pink pineapples out. So, it's a cool thing, it's novel. You'll, but the, the neat thing is, is that we do ship them into all major metropolitan areas. Another new variety this year that we've introduced from Ghana,、um, in an area that never、uh, was able to supply 
to um, the United States until recently. But we've always been offering these baby pineapples. They come from South Africa. Um, and what's cool about them is the whole fruit on the interior is edible, including the core. Unlike a typical pineapple, the core is kind of hard and you cut it out and whatnot. Other fruits that Schuler sees gaining traction beyond the pink pineapple are yuzu and tamarind, both of which are being added to beverages, candies, and are sold in concentrates, and is the star ingredient in several condiments. Peach also figured prominently at the Winter Fancy Food Show, although less as a fruit and more as a color and flavor, thanks in part to Pantone Institute declaring peach fuzz the color of the year. SFA Trendspotters found peach paired with spicy peppers, as in Hot Mama Salsa's peach habanero hot sauce with lavender, and Janet's finest peach berry jalapeno compote. It also showed up in several beverages, including the Girl Meets Dirt Company's Peach Shrub, and the Republic of Teas Thinks You're a Peach Gift Set and Peach Teas. North Carolina-based novelty treat company Mary Max also debuted at the show a peach-flavored frozen lemonade under its Scoot brand, which Jennifer Naylor says pairs well with the tart tang of lemons. Scoot frozen lemonade is our newest brand, which of course is what you got on. Um, Scoot, just a concept of, we wanted something that was fun and easy, an icy treat, maybe you know, not dairy. It's dye-free, so we're super excited about that. Um, so, Scoop Rose Lemonade's been on Amazon and on our website for about a year and a half, and we are um, proud to use this show as our official retail launch for it. So, we are ready to go national distribution, and we've scaled it to go national, and we're just here. We're in a lot of local stores, and yeah, it's blowing it out. Peach, of course, is the own trend flavor of the year, so we were super excited to see that um, when it was reported because we're like, we got the perfect peach frozen lemonade for you. This is the perfect balance of tart and sweet. Our original uh, lemonade does have a little bit of tart taste to it, but when you add that peach flavor to it, it just gives it a good balance of that sweetness. The sweet tart flavor combination of Mary Max peach flavored frozen lemonade was also featured prominently in the Mediterranean brand Divina Markets spreads, including one that features the tart Calabrian chili pepper paired with sweet orange. Brandon Gross, vice president of marketing for Divina, explained that the Calabrian chili is growing in part because of its tart flavor, which pairs well with so many dishes and other ingredients. He also notes that the combination is part of a larger trend of consumers who are leveling up and looking for more sophisticated and compound flavors. Calabrian pepper, which is from Sicily, has, has been a real trending pepper, I think partially because it's fermented. Um, so you get that sort of, you get the fieriness of like a chili pepper, but you also get a little bit of that vinegary tartness and sweetness. Uh, and then we added it, we combined it with the orange jam, so you're essentially getting sweet and spicy, a little bit of tart. Uh, so I think from like a compound flavor standpoint, it's really on trend, um, and then the peppers in particular kind of push it over the edge. I think the advantage to using a pepper like this in a, in a sweet or a tart like spread or jam is that, you're, is that the pepper sort of complements the sweetness or the tartness of the fruit versus versus a pepper that's maybe more 
fiery and savory or smoky, which just might not blend as well with, with that fruit. Overall, especially like on the condiment side, it's compound flavors. So it's sweet and spicy, sweet and savory, tart and spicy. You know, I, I, I think people are people are sort of leveling up to, okay, I, I know I like sour cherry, I know I like fig, what's that next level? Um, so like we have a chili fig, we have an orange fig, um, we've done a chocolate fig. You know, our the Peruvian pepper spread we have um, is sort of a mix of some different, some different fruity and spicy Peruvian peppers. Peruvian cuisine in general is is becoming pretty buzzy right now. Um, so yeah, I think for us, we're always sort of looking to toe the line between how can we be innovative and excited, but still have an element of tradition and, and heritage to like a, a kind of core authentic Mediterranean ingredient. So we're kind of always, you know, balancing those two things, but hopefully we're doing a good job of it. Continuing with the sweet tart trend, at the Winter Fancy Food Show, Liko Lehoa, a small company from Hawaii, showcased what the owner's husband, Matt Kanialihi Kleinfelder, described as gourmet butters blended with tropical island fruits to create, quote, creamy, yummy, sweet tart goodness in a jar. So we have seven different flavors right now. Our number one flavor is passion fruit, or lilikoi, as we call it, in the Big Island. And then we have guava, mango, uh, Tahitian lime, coconut, pineapple, and vanilla. And they're great on everything, honestly. Like, pretty much we say anything and everything breakfast, of course, but I've had people put it in a cranberry relish, put it on top of their uh, like ham and then I've also had them heat it up and pour it on their ice cream which is absolutely delicious and then I've got friends who just dip their finger in it and eat it and then some people have said it's an amazing body butter as well and if you want to get a little you know creative with the uses you can go there too the elevated butters are really uh, kind of a new take on curds and being from Hawaii we're very food centered Everything is food. Our taste is a little bit more sweet. So I have some people tasting like, oh, it's sweet. It's like, yeah, of course it is. But I've tasted traditional curds. They're very dry. A lot of fruit flavor, but nothing like this. So I'm hoping, and so far from the response, we're doing well, that we can get some folks who are really interested in uh, understanding our elevated butters, as you put it. Uh, So we have been working with different uh, government agencies in Hawaii to boost exporting. So we currently export to Japan. We have, I wouldn't say saturated the Hawaii market, but we are definitely getting to the point of being in all the major stores in Hawaii, from Walmart, Target, to the small mom and pops. That's beautiful. Our next step is to, that's why we're here at these uh, fancy food convention, is to get ourselves into the market for the states. Um, and kind of start to overcome the hurdles of uh, the expensive, the expense of making and manufacturing in Hawaii. We ship everything in, we ship it back out for a heavy product. That's a big hurdle for any business. And so trying to find co-packing, manufacturing, distribution within the West Coast and then distribute to the whole states would be a, the biggest scale that we could do. And uh, we know the potentials there. We do direct-to-consumer sales through our online site. We have a lot of interest. We have a lot of different small companies that pick us up. But 
We're ready to take that next step. Another startup, Sungi, showcased clarified butter blended with unique flavors, such as sage and rosemary or cardamom and ashwagandha, for what owner and founder Farnoosh family described as, quote, better living. We um, make clarified butter, so we make ghee. That is butter without the lactose or the casein. It's a shelf-stable oil. You use it to cook with. You put it in the pan before you throw your vegetables or your steak in. And you'd also, um, you know, put it into your batter when you make pancakes or bake something. And um, we're offering these really high premium, good quality dairy ghee because it's grass-fed, it's organic, um, and because it's a good source, it's going to be antioxidant rich, it's anti-inflammatory, has all the like good nutrients, all the best parts of the dairy, and being um, lactose-free, it makes it easier to digest. And so um, we have the pure original, which is great for whatever you'd like to do, but we offer something a little different in having these flavor-infused ghees that um, highlight spices and herbs from kind of different parts of the world and combine them into ghee for a new, you know, elevated cooking experience. So you can really have fun with these and do different things. Um, And that movement of people and food is really what we love. So, you know, we'll use the Aleppo chili ghee to, you know, make like carnitas or, you know, something that you wouldn't typically think of with having ghee. We'll use the cardamom ghee to sear our scallops, you know, having like a new and unique way to do it. Or the rosemary and sage ghee for doing something with like mashed potatoes or like a roasted chicken. We We also have a a ginger black pepper ghee that we'll use for like a stir fry with some Asian noodles. So, um, yeah, just giving our, you know, the people that are attracted to this brand really come here because they get a chance to do something fun and it's good for them and it tastes good. Um, I think there's some white space in offering these, like, unique, um, different kinds of ghees. Um, there is some just, like, plain and traditional ghee that are made from, like, larger manufacturers, but because we are a small batch company, we're able to, like, have pretty good control over the type of, you know, quality that we are able to produce, and we're sourcing organic and grass-fed, but we're also really conscious of sourcing sustainably as well, and so we partner with a farm that has regenerative practices, we're land-to-market verified, which means that the soil is actually improving, Um, and I think, like, more and more people are, are becoming aware of that sustainability piece and the importance of soil, and they want their dairy to come from a good source. And the fact that you don't have to refrigerate any of this is really nice, and it is a part of why, you know, ghee over hundreds of years or whatever has been so popular in other parts of the world, because it's like a way to preserve the best parts of the dairy without needing refrigeration. There's definitely a big education piece. a lot of times when people see ghee, they immediately think, okay, I would use that for um, Indian cooking, which, sure, you can do that, but the whole thing with our brand is that you can do a lot more. You can do your eggs, you can do your grilled cheese, you can do your pancakes, you like all, and all of those things taste better when you use ghee, and also, <clears throat> you're using a better quality oil, so it's better for you, and I think, like, as people become more and more health conscious and health aware and care more about what they put in their bodies, they're going to want more of the premium brands that do that. 
Nearly every aisle of the Winter Fancy Food Show included snacks, which, according to SFA's latest State of the Specialty Food Industry report, topped the list of the highest-selling categories at retail with $6.1 billion in 2022. Now, while crunchy snacks like Chipoy's line of rolled tortilla chips or the saucy ladies' Italian-inspired kettle-cooked potato chips did dominate, there were also a few melt-in-your-mouth snacks that stood out, including Startup Liked Air's puffed non-GMO corn snacks, which co-founder Allison Lynn says is a better-for-you snack for everyone. Like Air is a better for you snack. It's um, made with premium ingredients, non-GMO corn, nothing artificial. It's gluten-free um, and also made in a nut-free facility. I started the product after I had my first daughter, Lucy. Um, she, I wanted to do something that was a little bit healthier, and we want a product that wasn't just for um, just for kids, but for everyone. So um, we really wanted to get across to America that our snack is for everybody, six months to 106 years old. I mean, that's something that kind of sticks with you, but it really is a snack that um, unlike popcorn it's on a choking hazard so someone you know as young as six months can have it um, and then we say 106 because if people have either teeth, teeth issues or anything like that um, there's some people with digestion issues that can't have popcorn anymore but they can have like air other trends that stood out of the show include a focus on environmental impact boldly flavored cheeses and a plethora of functional beverages all of which Food Navigator USA will dive into in more detail in our continuing coverage of the Fancy Food Show in the coming days and weeks. With that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope that you'll join us again for another installment. And to ensure that you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.